Welcome to the Intuitive Mind Solutions Podcast, where we help people help people. Our vision is to support all the individuals out in the world who are helping others become better versions of themselves. We represent a group who create Intuitive Mind Solutions for the challenges in the world today. Human potential has been limited because we have forgotten that our true strength as humanity is the ability to work together. We will stand by your side, we will have your back, and we will do whatever we can do to support you and your vision to help others. Today, in this age of awakening, it is time to bring the intuitive minds of intuitive people together to awaken the rest of the world. We are here to bring together the right people at the right time to create the right solutions that the world needs in order to thrive. The Intuitive Mind Solutions Podcast is hosted by Dr. Matthew Bresky and co-hosted by Dr. Adrian Orain and Joshua Baudouins. Stay relaxed, everybody. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our next episode on our Intuitive Mind Solutions podcast. I'm Dr. Matthew Bresky, and I'm here hosting with... Joshua Badawines. Hello. And Dr. Adrian Lorraine. Hello, everybody. And today we have a special guest who's actually uh, also an American here living in the Netherlands working as a chiropractor. We're with Dr. Ben uh, Zachro. Yep. Hi, guys. Hello. And a funny story is, is, I don't know if I've told you, Josh, or Adrian, how I met Ben. First, I've heard about him from a mutual acquaintance that we both have, and she kept telling me, "You got to meet Ben. He's awesome. You're gonna, you're gonna love him. Uh, you guys will work together. You guys could do really good things together." And you know, I think she said something to him about me, as well, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, sure as hell, what happens is we we're we're so busy we didn't have the time to really connect. And then there's an, in the airport in Minneapolis, Minnesota, there's a, a chiropractic office um, right next to one of the gate term, uh, the gates that goes overseas. And I was in there talking to the chiropractor, doing some stuff. And then I think Ben just jumps in there and says, Oh, can I be next or something? <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, introduce each other. I was like, I know you. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd stopped in there earlier and I was just, cause I just, Oh, you're a chiropractor. Well, what's it like to work in the airport? And she's just like, there was this other chiropractor. He was just here. And I'm like, what was this? Is Matt I'm like Matt? No, no, it can't be that guy. <laughs> and then I walked off to go get something. And I come back and you're there. And she's like, that's the guy. That's the guy. And here we are. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> here we are. Like in, in the United States, we meet when we were both coming, which was, you know, coming and living over here. And our practices, it turns out, how far apart are they? Probably about 20 kilometers. 20 minutes. <laughs> it's like you could, bike, you could walk that far. <laughs> yeah. That's what, an hour and a half bike ride, maybe an hour. <laughs> Not even. And so now here on our podcast that we have, um, what the tagline says under, it says, we help people help people. And we're doing anything we can to support people that are basically out in the world helping others and when i came across your program online on on the facebook i saw i saw what you had going on and i saw that it was a global thing that you're building and so then we can kind of you know i kind of looked at it as like this is kind of like two birds with one stone because we also want to support our local community too and we want to support every chiropractor in in the netherlands because uh, there's not many of us and our chiropractic community has to stand together, especially in times like now, especially when we're talking about, uh, our immunity yep. and our immune system function, because that, that is a hundred percent tied into our nervous system function. And so when I saw that program, I'm like, yeah, I got to get you on the show. We've got to talk about this and we got to, uh, raise up the vibration for, your group it's called the ironclad immunity get health and keep it mm-hmm. that, that's right 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's a, that's a, a free Facebook group. That's the name of it. Um, so there's, there's a number of different things. We can talk a little bit about that, but anybody who's listening, who wants to join that group, you just search ironclad immunity, uh, it get health and keep it as the motto. But if you search ironclad immunity, it's a free Facebook group. You just have to ask to join and uh, we'll get you in there. And there'll be on the, on the description of this podcast on whatever platform it's on the link to that will be on there. It's already. Appreciate it. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so we're basically going to give you the give you the floor here to discuss a little bit more about how the program started, how it evolved, and where you're where you're at with it now, and then also other things that maybe we dive deeper into. And in, in you have the free Facebook group, but then you probably have a deeper, uh, tighter group, mm-hmm. which is Absolutely. maybe for for extra things that you're offering people as well. We can talk about that too, as well. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Well, uh, maybe make sure, yeah, and make ahead. sure to give us the links to everything that uh, you want us to share with the people listening. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, so the floor is yours. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. First, I, 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 we were talking a little bit earlier about this, but I just, I want to thank you uh, for the opportunity to come here and to, to share this. Um, I love what you do and I really appreciate that you're doing it. Uh, and, and you and I are a lot alike in that we want to do more than just treat our patients. We want to make a change for other people outside of, uh, the, the, that's sort of a thing that I've realized, you know, like I, I only have so many opportunities to, to get my hands on so many people and that, that's, that's limited. But if I can create and, and offer the, the things I've learned and share those things with other people throughout the whole world, I want to create a community of people, like-minded people who, who want to change and have health in a, in a better way or, be their optimal health. Um, so for me, the creation of this, this group, uh, really, on, honestly, it came out of a, a, a sense of wanting to do more than just help my patients to heal and connect their brain and their body and to, to balance their nervous system. It was really about a desire to, well, what are the things that I aren't addressing for my patients? What are the things that um, I know I need to do that I'm doing for myself that are protecting me from COVID? Um, cause I've been around all manner of people who have had COVID and I haven't gotten sick and not a single member of our group has gotten sick. So the, the real reason for me making this, offering this to the world now is this disease <coughs> that people are scared of and to try to help people to be as protected as they can be. A way that I like to describe this is we have a sort of a motto in the group and we say it's the soil, not the seed. So what we basically mean by that is you can think about a virus or a bacteria as if it's a seed, right? And I can put this seed on my table here. I can put that seed uh, on the floor and the carpet, or I can put that seed outside in some soil. And it's only going to grow in the place that's fertile ground for that seed to grow. It's, it's, it's not dangerous at all in, in ground that's not fertile or it can't grow. So what we really want to try to do is make our body and our environment uh, by, by following certain principles not ripe ground for, for, for a virus or a bacteria to grow. So in that regard, the, the problem and from our perspective with all these, these reactions to COVID and all these things that are going on, it's, I'm not saying, and I, I, all of the, 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 the steps and the masks and all that stuff aside, it, that's a political thing. What, what, what I find really sad is there isn't enough focus on health. You know, it's, it's the people who are the sickest who are dying from this. It, it, people who are generally healthy without, there's some rare cases, but most healthy people don't have to be worried about this at all. So it, it, from my perspective and from our perspective, people need to get healthy and to take their health much more seriously than they have been. Um, and if you do that, not only are you protected from COVID, but you lose weight, you feel better, you have a more, more, more balanced energy, you're, 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 you heal better, you're able to sleep better, you function better. Um, so we use a lot of things that, that are really important and that you really stand behind and is getting into the proper healing meditative state, right? We use different kind of mindfulness prog- progressions to help people get there. And then we use that, we combine that with a, a step-by-step plan on how to alter your food so that you can eat the optimal human diet. So that's sort of the kind of the two things that we do. Um, we do this com- combined in an active, intense group for people who really want to take their health to the next level. 
The free Facebook group is just for people who are interested, who want to learn tips and tricks or get to know us a little bit or hop on in there. Anybody can join that. There's no cost for that. But we're very selective about who we allow uh, into our one-on-one very intensive coaching groups. And those are more, uh, th- those cost money. People have to be willing to sign up where we don't accept everybody, but the people that we do accept rave about it. And you can see some of the reviews and the things in that Facebook group from what they've, what they've experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's kind of the short, sweet overview. So um, we just got done with our last group um, two weekends ago, right before Christmas. Um, some of the wins I can share one of our clients, um, she couldn't, when she came in, she couldn't make a fist with her hand and she's a, an avid woman who loves to knit, right? She couldn't knit anymore. And her goal was, I want to be able to knit and I don't want to have these pains in my body and these other things that I want to want to do. And by the end of the program, she'd lost uh, a bunch of weight and she is officially off of all of her diabetic medication. She no longer has to take any diabetic medication. She's off all of that. Her doctor's looking at remove, reducing some of her other medications. She says she hasn't felt as good in years. Her energy's stabilized. She's feeling awesome. Um, another really busy, busy uh, 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 woman who works in a, a very, very busy business who had a lot of issues with stress um, and other kinds of issues that she was dealing with health-wise, those have all resolved and she can handle the stress that she has in a much more effective way. She's not turning to the negative coping mechanisms to do that. And one of my other younger clients who likes to go out and party, she says when she doesn't get hangovers anymore. So she goes out and when she doesn't have a good time. That's good. <laughs> and some people are like, that's the coolest thing I've heard. I signed me up. I don't care what it costs. I don't want to ever have a hangover ever again. Because <laughs> their body isn't bad. So it, it has a, a ramification of things. Most of our clients are people that are really struggling with health issues. And they really are motivated to make some changes. Um, whether it's lose weight and get that kind of body that you want. Whether it's ramp up your energy. But all these things tie into the being as healthy as you can. And having an immune system that functions optimally. Yeah. So that's it, man. That's, that's kind of short to the point. So we have different levels. We have a free option for people who want to hop in there and just get to know us a little bit. Um, we have opportunity for people to hop on a call with us, a one-on-one call where we can figure out, are you a good fit for what we, we offer all that kind of stuff? Talk about uh, what it costs, all that jazz. And then um, after that, we, we enroll you in a three-month program for the for members that we accept. You get customization. At the end of that, you're not done. You're moved into a, a like of a maintenance group where we continue to support you indefinitely. So it's like a one-time fee to be a member of our club, you could say, and you get an active process and then continuation support as you go, as you go through that. So that's sort of what we do. And, and we absolutely, one of the coolest things about that, I got to say this, it's a heck of a lot of fun to get to know these people and to really be able to invest the time and the effort and energy in, in, in my clients that I, I sometimes miss as a, a doctor of chiropractic where I really sometimes want more time with everybody, but we're so busy just like, 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 like we all are right with, the, with helping people and doing them. So, but we have a limited amount of time to spend with them. And it's wonderful to be able to give people the focus and attention that they need and to get to know my patients in a deeper, uh, deeper way. So, yeah. For interested folks, we are starting with a, with a new group in January. We're, we're doing a Dutch group and we'll be, we'll be doing an English-speaking group. So that's the plan. Starting in, in January, uh, mid-January is probably when our first group will be up and running. So there'll be two different groups. That's what we're, that's what we're looking at right now because I think we'd like to have a, a, a Dutch group of, of Dutch speakers, and then we want to have an English-speaking group. Maybe we'll have more than one, depending on how many we have to limit the size of them. We want to make sure everybody gets good personal attention, but um, we want 10 to 12 in each group. So we want uh, an English speaking of 10 to 12. And then we might, and, we, and there's a very good, good likelihood we'll, we'll have to have a waiting list for, for groups if the groups get too big. Because you want to give everybody the personal attention that they need. So, yeah. Cool. You're going to need more coaches then. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, we, we can always use coaches. We can always I see, use coaches. I see three of them <laughs> <laughs> on the screen. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, and we'll have to talk about that because I would like you, we can definitely use what you do as part of our process as well. That'd be yeah, because yeah, some integration would be cool. We're happy to do that. That's kind of our, our philosophy at our practice is integrating every positive thing we can together to create one super soup. Synergy. Yeah. Synergy. Yeah, that, it's that kind of that law of those Belgian horses. I don't know if you've heard about the synergy of that where they had like um what was it they had one 
yeah, I don't want to get into that without fully being able to explain it. Uh, in a nutshell, it's like when one horse can pull a certain weight, let's say 2,000 pounds, and then two horses together can pull like 8,000 pounds because they, they work together. And the longer they get to know each other, the horses work together, then they can pull like 12 or 16,000 pounds. It's insane. And I love it. If I you love it. Yeah. It's just look at, yeah. All you'd have to do is Google Belgian horses and synergy and you'll, you'll get the whole story. I'm, I'm sure my numbers are off on what the pounds is that they're pulling, but it's, it's still the principle is there. What I said. It's awesome, man. <clears throat> and Joshua, you have any questions for him? Yeah. Um, um, I'm asking myself, what's what's in the program? Is it uh, like uh, intermittent fasting in it? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, is it like intermittent fasting in it, or is it like what, what's in it? Okay, that's a good question. Um, that's a very interesting question. Well, what we do is basically we work on two sort of uh, approaches. The first one, a lot of the program is mindfulness. Um, it, it's it's based around. Uh, a simple dietary program uh, that ha has been, you could think of it as sort of a paleo style of diet, right? Trying to get people back to eating whole foods, basically the full foods that are the least uh, allergenic and reactive for a human being. So it, it, the, the sort of a philosophy that we hold is that there is an optimal diet for human beings. There are foods that are human beings were like our systems were designed to eat through an evolutionary process. And the further you move away from eating those evolutionary foods, the more you go to these new concoctions and new, new con stuff, the more potential problems that we have from weight gain. But so our, our, our sort of our GI tracts are constantly um, under minor assault from things like gluten and these different sugar and all the stuff that we weren't really intended to eat, or at least maybe not in the way that we do. So we try to get people back to an optimal human diet. But when you start to do that, what you deal with are addiction processes. People can't, people are used to eating particular ways. So what do you do when you take that away? What we, what we give them is a sense of mindfulness. We go through a progression of different meditative techniques to try to give them something to refer to and connect to instead of looking to that thing outside of themselves. And the reason it's so effective is that mindfulness component is what's, I don't know anybody who does that combining with the diet like we do. We do more with mindfulness and meditation than we actually do with food. Food is just a ramification or of an end result of it. It's much more about being aware of how you think. And really what everybody said, this is a, this is a program about transformation, it's not really about food or losing weight or anything like that. It's really about the long-term uh, progress and the things that you can get along those lines. So is it, is it keto or is it paleo or is it whatever? Yeah, it, it, it's hard to say exactly what it is. It sort of depends on, 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 I don't think there is a specific sort of diet that's exactly like what we do because what we teach everybody is what is the optimal diet from a, like a step-by-step a -step process. But then we teach you what is your version of that diet based on how your body reacts because your body's always changing. Uh, a diabetic patient, for example, is gonna have a very different process and to follow through with an end process than for example, somebody who doesn't wanna lose weight who just really wants to deal with their stress or somebody who wants to be able to go out and party and doesn't care about some of the other things or doesn't have issues with that. So it's a process of going through the stages to figure out what is the optimal diet for you. And you can follow the markers and you follow your progress to understand what works well. Um, if patients, for example, can get blood work done at the beginning and the end, that's helpful. We do other simple trackers to figure out, well, how is your, your body fat percentage? How are you doing water? How's your energy level? Different things along those lines that you can see clear-cut differences in, in how it works for you and what you want to do. Yeah, cool? Yeah, uh, Claire. Yeah, cool. So yeah. It's, uh, the, the, the thing is, at the moment I was dieting and you're talking about mindfulness, it hit me right away. It was like when I expressed gratitude of what was in front of me, even if it was just simple things, then it was easier and you're more mindful to what you eat and uh, it's easier to hold a diet. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, one of the things that we do um, 
is we really do a good amount in the beginning, especially about food psychology. So why do people eat? Most people really haven't ever thought about why do we eat what we eat? There's one kind of hunger, what we always say is really hunger when you're really hungry. But most of us don't even really react to those things anymore. Like we could, we could what, let's see if we can come up. There's like six to seven reasons other, aside from real biological hunger, why people eat. Maybe we'll go around and we'll see what, like how many we can get. So just, just name one. What's the reason that you think people eat? Boredom. Survival. Boredom. Yeah. So, so sur survival, right? To, that's the real, if you don't eat, you're going to die. That's real hunger, right? Your body actually needs the nutrition, right? We'll exclude that one. These are all ones that aren't real hunger. They're other reasons. Like boredom is one of them. You're not going to die because you're bored. You're eating because you're bored. That's a good one, right? So we could say maybe that would be like uh, out of, yeah, boredom's one. It's like there's, you just out of an, like an automatism. It's an automatic yeah. response that you just, you just eat because you don't have anything else to do. Yep. Another one is bonding. Bonding, yeah. So yeah. that would we 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 term that to be social uh, pressure, social 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 druk, It's kind of like peer pressure. Um, I'll give you an. That's one of the reasons that I eat stuff I know I'm not supposed to. My biggest weakness is that my friends come over and they bake me a cake, and they put I bake this cake for you. Look at it, it's your ice cream, and I don't eat sugar but they give me that piece of cake, I will have a couple bites out of respect for them, right? Okay. It, it's why do I do that? It's social pressure. I know it. I can say no. Sometimes I do say no. Two bites of cake isn't going to kill me, but I know it's not good for me. I know it's not part. And I know I'm going to have, I'm going to suffer afterwards as a result because I'm aware of that, that decision for me. I know what's going to do for me the next day. So we that, all so that, do it. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Mom says, here's a cookie. Yeah, thank you. And <laughs> <Exactly. it's> gone. <laughs> so, so we've got, we've got boredom and we've got social drug. What's another one? Uh, mm, fear, uh, uh, the lack of self-confidence. Like yeah. Our image is. I think we could say emotional eating. Yeah. There's all yeah. sorts of yeah. people eat because they're, some people eat because they're, they're angry or they're scared or some people eat because they're depressed. They're just looking for some sort of, we eat because we have an emotional response. Sure, absolutely. What about a scent? Hmm? When you scent, when, when somebody's baking bread and you scent it, you're not really hungry, but yeah. you get what yeah, you want. We haven't thought of that one, but that's a good one. That can, you could can be triggered to have <clears> hunger <throat> just because of the, what you're smelling. Yeah, yeah, good we have like something like conditional eating, like we've been raised to eat yeah. this way. Ritual. That's another yeah. one. Very yeah. important. one. Why do we, as Americans have Turkey, you know why we have Turkey at Thanksgiving? No. Because Norman Rockwell painted a, a, a painting. It was in the Saturday evening post called, I think, Bounty Festival season's bounty or something and it's this picture of this woman with the with the turkey a huge turkey and she's coming everybody's at the at the table it's, it became a, a famous painting of americana i think it was in 1942 or 49 that that came out and every it it, it it was in the saturday evening post there was everybody went to the war came back and they're all having these things and that was circulating around and that became the marketing image for thanksgiving it's not that turkey was a big thing before then that became the image of what an american thanksgiving is and it become ingrained it's it's just a ritual why do we have why don't paper notes and uh and speculos uh, why do we have these cookies for for dutch Claus? why do we eat this particular things we do is it easter you know because of the the tradition of what an egg symbolizes and it was combined with <clears throat> these are ritualistic things why do we eat three times a day ritual it's a ritual there, there was a time when um, in the United States, uh, early settlers brought over, they tried to, Indian, the, the Native Americans didn't eat like that. So they brought over the system of trying to sort of, I don't know, uh, indoctrinate them with, with Western thought. We're going to make them eat three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, breakfast, to give them a ritual or routine to literally train that into the system. Is that the healthiest way to eat? Well, that's up for debate, Right. But 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 eating out of ritual is another one. Got got any more? 
you're kind of it's, it's hard to run out. I'll get I'll, I'll give you a few more. So, so one of them is we eat because we're thirsty. Oh yeah, I we're thirsty. That that's right. We're, we're you're just thirsty. A lot of times we'll have, we'll desire to eat because we're thirsty. Another thing that people don't really associate with eating, especially p- people who are there's certain sorts of people that we work with who are never familiar with having the feeling of an empty stomach. Mm. Uh, they, they, they don't like that sensation, so they always have to have something in their stomach, even when their body doesn't eat food. So they're continually eating just because they don't want that, that feeling. I think that we learn that as, as children, as babies, we, we, we learn that to cry when we have an empty stomach and if our, our, our care for mother or father will keep giving us milk, even when we don't need it, then we can get that ingrained, that, that, that that's a symbol, uh, something deep inside of us as, as to feel contented. And the last one that's a really important one is people eat because of metabolic, um, I would say, dysfunction. You know, this idea that I have to eat every two hours or if, if you're a person that you can't go with, you can't skip a meal, is that absolutely natural? What other animal in nature has to eat every two or three hours, you know, like a hummingbird or something because they'll die. Well, you're not a hummingbird. You should be able to go months, well, maybe not months, but at least a, a week or at least two days without eating, right? Why can't we? Because our systems are not used to modulating to the different sorts of systems. So it, it used to be in a lot, like our systems were, if you think about the seasons, there was, there was food that came available in every season and we would be eating a wealth of that, but not all the time. We weren't, we can have carbohydrates, things, high carb, things like fruit and high carb, things like squash and potatoes, but not all year round, right? So what we basically train a person is to eat the optimal human diet that humans were meant to eat, what our systems are used for. And then you feel the difference inside of you, how it works, how your immune system changes, how you feel better. And then you can decide how you want to eat afterwards and you make your own decisions as to what you want, what you want to do. But people need to be guided through that because it's too difficult to do on your own. There's too much misinformation and, and, and miscommunication and too many influences from companies that want to sell you stuff and keep you addicted to stuff. And, and you have to break through some addictions and things. So you need help and guidance from people who know what they're doing. So that's what we do. And then we, we basically free people to make choices as to what they want to do. And they can go back to that. Um, I'll give you a personal example. Like it's, it's, it's uh, a couple days after Christmas, right? And uh, my buddy came over and I did not eat good. I did not eat clean. And I mean, I literally had the feeling like something had died inside me. You know, it's like things that were coming out of me, man, it was not good. Right. And, and my body is telling me, dude, this stuff, and I know exactly what it is. It doesn't really agree with you. Now I can choose to eat it. I can choose to consume it. And I did. And uh, it tasted good for a little while, but I'm so glad I'm not back. I'm back to that. I'm back to eating what really works for me because I feel so much better. I don't have the energy crashes and the emotional reactions and those types of things. So that's all the sort of stuff that we teach as an, as a simple example of the things. And when you get that a mindfulness and awareness as to why you make the decisions, you have to combine that with, of course, the, the meditative process and everything else, then you're able to make those changes and understand that. So we, we, we run people through a process where they understand that and much more uh, about how to do that. Um, one of the other things that's really important that we do is we, one of the reasons we're, we're selective about who we work with is that our groups that we form, people really get to know each other and really have a close bond with each other. You know, they don't want to ever stop. You know, that's why we, 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 we allow people to continue. You have a buddy that you work with individually. Um, and that person is someone that you grow through, grow, grow with through time. And they really, really love the, the community feel that we get, even though you're in a, in a Facebook group and you're, you know, you're, you're going on Zoom meetings or you're having one-on-one conversations with your individual coach, um, they really do have a sense, even though it's, they're all people all around the world that we're, we're together in one group together. And it's a, it's, that's one of the interesting comments and it really feels that way. And we do things to make that kind of unique and special. So um, it's a wonderful thing to, to be a part of and to help people. And I feel really blessed and grateful that I have an opportunity to help people do this and to make those changes. So that's really cool. That's really good stuff. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of blown away by it. It's really, I really love the program we got. Thanks, man. Adrian, do you got any questions or yeah, go ahead. I have, I have one more question. Um, uh, well, 
what's been bothering me a long time is why do I always eat too much in the sense that I'm trying to be mindful and then I get distracted or something and I still eat too much when I'm full, I'm full, but I still eat too much until the plate's empty. And then afterwards, big regret. Yeah. Um, those are general, the most common addiction. It's the problem I have as well. It's, uh, over-reliance on carbohydrates that, that you're eating things that spike your blood sugar and it crashes and that, 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 that stimulates you to eat. So you're, we, we have funny enough, um, we're, I am constantly telling people you need to eat more. We are strongly encouraging people when they go through a program to, to eat more, to eat more, to eat more, to eat more. And the reason that that, that, that is, is that your body needs to, we, we consume foods that have very, very little in the way of nutrition. They don't really have a lot of vitamins and minerals. They don't really have the things that we actually body actually needs. We're filling up on empty things that, that, that basically have, high carbohydrate content. They have a, like salt in them, lots of amounts and then sugar in various proportions. And then they have colors and other things that make it look like it's food or, you know, additives that, that make it super tasty or well, at least trick your, your senses into being really tasty. But that's not really what you want. You don't want this fake food. Your body is, is literally somewhat starving for all these other things. That's why you're continually hungry because your body isn't getting the, the actual nutrition it needs. And it's saying to you, give us some real food. But all it gets, all you have is the things that you know to, to give it, right? It, it's, a, it's a huge problem of misinformation. And the misinformation, it's, it's not, I'm, I'm not a big conspiracy theory dude, but there are companies that, that earn tremendous amounts of money by keeping people misinformed. And that's in, not, not just in in, in what we do with, with, with food and, and, and meditation, it's also with chiropractic and pharmaceuticals. And there's lots of, it is true that there are companies out there that want to make money off you, yeah. you know? So that's, that's, that's the kind of the, the, you know, the, the thing that that's underneath all of that is, is the lobbyists and the, the makers of our food and how they push them and how they sell them. And, you know, mm -hmm. when my daughter was born, the first thing in her mouth was, you know, a, a cow's milk, a sweetened cow's milk milkshake that they call baby formula. That uh, She got that before she even got breast milk because, um, yeah, there wasn't any milk available for her. Um, my, my ex at the time, she couldn't produce any because she was born with a C-section. I'm, I'm grateful that she was born that way because without that, I probably wouldn't have a daughter or, or my ex wouldn't, wouldn't have made it through the birth. So I'm not complaining. But the first thing in my daughter's mouth was some sort of cow's milk formula that's sweetened cow's milk formula and not anything natural because that's processed. yeah it's processed it's 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 not a natural thing so it's no wonder then that people end up with the problems that they do yet despite all that you can make tremendous amounts of change and reverse all sorts of stuff if you know how if you know what and you get the right help and the right guidance so to answer your question, it sounds a little bit like you're dealing with the typical sugar addiction thing, the spikes in glucose that come down and the spikes in, it, you get this roller coaster effect because when your glucose sharply changes, generally goes down quickly because you eat something with high carbs, you get insulin released. That's going to drop your, 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 your insulin levels down and that, that quick decline stimulates you to have hunger again. So it's generally eating higher carb foods. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretty standard. A lot of people do with that. Most people do with that. Adrian, yeah. do you have any? Oh. Adrian, do you have any questions? Yeah, uh, like because um, you at the beginning you talked about uh, health and how you you help people to function better, sleep better, uh, eat better, uh, manage better stress, and um, uh, I know it's a uh, kind of a part of the definition. Could you define health for? Yeah, great. How would I define health? Plus. Well, yeah. Um, in every moment, in this moment right now, your body is building new cells. Every minute, your, your body builds 100 million blood cells. You know, every three days, you have a new lining on the inside of your stomach. 
Every 10 years, you have a brand new skeleton. All your, your, every bone in your body is replaced every 10 years. Every 15 years, you have brand new uh, muscles that are created. Now, the only thing that we know as chiropractors that doesn't change over is your brain, right? You only get one brain that you got to keep. And that's got to manage and guide everything else. So that's real important that that works. But its, it's connection to everything else has something to do with, if you give it, for example, you can think about your brain is like the carpenter and it's guiding everything and it's got the master plan and it's, it's making sure it happens. But all the building materials are what you're giving it, what you're eating, what you're consuming, what you're breathing. So all those things, health is the combination of those two things. It's how your brain can manifest the, 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 the healing process, the, the looping over the you know, the, the healing of your body. So how you do that has to do with um, the first step. Like if, if you think that, okay, so if that's what health is, is in this moment, my body's doing that. Well, what are the factors that make that important? Everything, every single thing that I put in my mouth begins with the thought. So really what's the most, so health really boils down to thinking. It's, it's, it's how you think. So meditation, meditative things are incredibly important. In fact, they're a key uh, to being aware of what you're doing. Cause if you're just it, unaware, you're, you're, you have no hope really. It's really difficult unless you're just really lucky. There are people who are like that who live in certain environments, you know, there's, there's, there's cultures in, where people there aren't, they don't have the options to eat the, the stuff that, you know, in, in indigenous uh, groups and all that kind of stuff. But health is that. It begins with how we think and what, what our thinking leads to what we choose. Do we get adjusted regularly? And do we eat and consume proper food for our, for our bodies? You know, and, and, and also incorporate the genetic factors that we have. So that, that would be my, my sort of thing. It's a combination of eating, drinking, and thinking. Yeah, awesome. So normally, normally on our show, we go into a controversial topic, but this kind of, this whole show has kind of been about controversial topics from, yeah, everything from kind of not exactly talking bad, but referring to the, the way the system is kind of rigged to make our health fail. And that is for the pharmaceutical companies uh, benefit. So I think we don't really have to draw a card for the controversial thing. We're just going to kind of go about five to 10 minutes more and then the show is going to be over. But I want to get into the thing over kind of what we do all all as a living as as chiropractors and Joshua as a holistic therapist. And the current situation now is why do you think that most of the the conditioned cultural uh, cultural system that we have now is so focused on finding this answer to this uh, this COVID situation with with sort of vaccine versus building ironclad immunity and versus the chiropractic profession because nobody wants to nobody in mainstream media is talking about enhancing your function of your nervous system in order to enhance the function of your immune system in order to protect yourself from a virus. Why do you think this is the case? What? Um, you're asking me? Anybody. (laughs) We can get into this because this is very common in the Netherlands. You see it, you know, we're, we have a lot of resistance when, you know, everywhere you look as chiropractors in this country. And to me, it's just, yeah, something that needs to change for the future generations. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Adrian, do you want to, you want to hop? I'm curious. To okay. See. Yeah. Again, well, um, for me, the first thing that comes, comes to mind is, uh, um, uh, certain people uh, certain people on the top or anywhere and see like a life um, as one cake and this is one cake for everybody so the one that takes the biggest part first has actually can have mm-hmm. the biggest part and then uh, ha- all the people have less uh, it's the scarcity mindset 
I get rich, uh, and by getting rich, actually, other people get poor. <clears throat> when actually the um, so actually that's a control thing of uh, uh, wanting to control the biggest amount of power, biggest amount, biggest amount of money, and uh, easiest way to do that is by fear. Uh, scaring people off by and controlling by insurance system, by food, by marketing, by uh, uh, media, etc. And that's where that's where we are now. In uh, one year, with one not even one year, uh, three months of scare tactics, uh, the world has zoom, upside down completely. Now everybody, now most people are scared to be close to each other, to hug each other, to even uh, between family members. It's kind of no, no, no. I don't want to. Mm. I don't want to um, take risk with you or take risk with my health. And it's, it's like a, now we can see the lack of trust that has been built over centuries of not trusting our own bodies, our own. Uh, inner power and now it's getting yeah now that lack of trust is showing uh, way on top so yeah yeah no yeah I, I, I think that's that's yeah there's a lot of truth in that I think um, I don't you know I, I don't know if well, okay. I think the specific answer, and this is, it's, and I, I don't, this isn't, I don't think it's a conspiracy thing, but let's take, for example, chiropractic, right? Um, I can have a patient, they can come and see me for, let's say, 500 euros, right? They can come in and nine patients out of 10 are going to get whatever condition they have a resolution of that. They're going to be healed up to the point where they're, they're happy and you know, whether they maintain their condition or not is their thing, but within for 500 euros, they can get a good resolution to most of their pain problems, whatever they have. Um, that's not even like, that's, you know what, a, a, just an MRI costs in the hospital system. I mean, how many, the, to get it read, then to get a pre-op, then to get, now they don't see, in the Netherlands, they don't see the bills, but in the United States they do. I mean, that's not, that's, that's so cheap. It's not enough money. It's, it's just, it, and that's why there's no, who's going to want to fight for someone who gives this stuff away for so little amount of money. It's, mm. we take, we take, we take money. We take the engine out of that system. And if there's no patients that are in that, the medical mindset system, there's, there's less people. They, they they don't know what to do all that. So they can't, talk about, and there's plenty of statistics and data that that's how it is. So why is that? It's, it's that we're, we're too inexpensive, you know, and, and the only way that they can do that is to say, well, it's not clear or yeah, well, we need to, I want the pharmaceutical companies to say that this is the case. I've talked to a medical doctor about that. And he's like, well, if what you're saying is true, then we would have learned about that in school. <laughs> That's what he told me. And he's a great guy. He's a patient of mine. And now he's, 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 he's been converted, right? I have medical doctors as patients <laughs> and surgeons and all, you know, all those kind of folks that, that come and see me and um, nurses and all that. And, and they, I, 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 I respectfully disagree a little bit uh, with, what, with, with what you said. If I'm almost said Dutch, in that... Um, I have tons of patients who see it exactly like we do. I have tons of people who see it exactly like we do. They're even bolder than I am. They're like, yeah, no, no, they're crazy. You know, they, they really, I've, I have this wonderful community of people out there who, who, who hate that, who hate this system here, you know, who they could get all the medication they want for free and they don't want to take any of it. And they don't want to get the operations. They don't want to get all that stuff because they've, they've been through that ringer and they see what it does for us. You know, they really, really, really love that. But the, the real simple answer is this. McDonald's is never going to say the Burger King is better. It, they're never going to. They're competitors in a business. They're never going to. And, and to accept that or to measure it by the overall acceptance, 
Yeah, it's never going to happen. And then you're going to have the, the people, there are members of, of every profession. You know, if you, go, if you go to see a medical doctor who's not great, what do you do? You get another medical doctor. You go see a chiropractor who wasn't turned out, you say chiropractics are, they're quacks, they suck, I'm going to go somewhere else. Is it fair? No, but it's the truth. You know, that's just kind of how it is. Why? Because they want us to be into that, into that, that kind of segment. Because if we get people healthy, they don't, they don't have to take the pills and medications and that's money that's lost from that system. Yep. And it's not that the medical doctors are bad. That's all they believe. That's, you know, if you have a hammer, what are you going to do? You're looking for a nail. That's just, that's what you're, you're going to be doing. That's, you're not going to be thinking out, well, maybe I can figure out a way to have somebody else get this nail driven within a better way. You're just going to look for, for stuff to pound on. So yep. that's, that's sort of a, a, that's how I see it anyway. It's kind of. We, we from McDonald's recommend the Vic Tasty <laughs> instead, <laughs> instead of the salad or the healthy stuff. They're not going to do it. Yeah. No, but that, that hits it on the head uh, clearly. So we do have an uphill battle as chiropractors, but it, it, it doesn't uh, take me away from my drive to keep continuing moving forward and continue helping more and more people. And I think this COVID thing is also an opportunity for people to actually start waking up to becoming aware that with a strong immune system gives their body the bulletproof vest necessary to protect themselves from these viral bullets that are coming at them. Hmm. And so I think we got to keep moving together even more. And Adrian said this at one point a while ago when the social distancing thing started and I still hold think I still believe this is totally true is at one point I said to him, I was like, you know, just as the, the people started waking up and uniting and getting stronger as one collective consciousness, they ripped us apart and make us socially distance ourselves. Yeah. But Adrian said something like, he's like, I think it's going to actually make us stronger. I think so too. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you bring us closer together. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because what that means uh, uh, for me and how I feel it is that that's this year the scam has been so huge, so clear that actually they're they're just against the wall. It's like the the scary herd animal that just has his last shot to survive. And uh, that's really what I, how I feel it. And then it's like the, the awakening uh, is even stronger than, than before yeah. because of that. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, well, one thing that keeps, you know, I have patients that come in regularly, like, are you gonna get the vaccine? Are you gonna get the vaccine? I'm like, no, I'm like, why not? It's like, well, I don't need the vaccine. Well, I've been around, I've been around people who had COVID. I had, I had, my, my daughter had COVID and was coughing in my face for like two weeks <laughs> and, and I didn't get a single, literally, you know, she's, she's two and as two year olds are prone to do, she's coughs on me and all that. And, you know, and I, I went to the, the GGD, I said, I want to get a test. They're like, do you have any symptoms? I said, no. If I want to get one anyway, I I'm probably have, I will test positive because I've, and I got tested and I always came back negative. Well, because I've, I've, every, I, every single bug and virus and disease that comes through, I get it all. I get everything, man. I'm, I work in close proximity to these people, to patients and my immune, that's why I did this for myself. I, I started this so that I know that I wouldn't be able to get anybody else sick. If as I can't get sick, I can't pass it along to anybody else. You know, if my system, if my immune system will destroy a virus in my mouth and my nose where it comes in there, I'm not, it's not going to rage through me and get into my lungs where it's going to be deadly. And that's one of the things about, you know, and I can, I can give more information about that, but there's a lot of information uh, in immunology about the downsides of vaccines. There are ways to get things directed, injected directly into your blood, but you don't attenuate your nose and your throat and other areas. It's like, there are downsides to that. And there's also around different kinds of immunity and how that modulates why vaccines have downsides. I will say this though, I believe this very strongly. If, if you're not going to take the steps to make yourself as healthy as you can be, the vaccine might be the best thing for you. 
So it's, it's no, and this is the whole thing. If people are healthy, they're not going to be needing not just vaccines, but there's all other host of medications that they're not going to need. And all these surgeries and cancers and all these other things the whole system is designed to treat, they're going to have a lot less need for those as well. So it's, 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 it doesn't, it's not illogical while they want to do that. What do they want to give everybody? Yeah, go to McDonald's, eat the simple, easy food, you know, go and pick the simple, easy stuff. And then at the end of it, take the simple vaccine. You just have to go in and get, get stuck in your arm and feel crappy for a couple of days and maybe you'll have crazy side effects. Maybe you won't. But, you know, the problem with that is what? What are you going to do in the next one? Hey, there's, you know, there's, in, in England, there's a new variant right now of COVID. There's going to be another one next year and another one next year and another one next year. You'll, you're, you're, on, you're on the train for the rat. You're never going to be, you're never going to get off. You know, the, the pharmaceutical companies are going to be able to say once the vaccines, you know what's going to happen? The vaccine's going to come out. They're going to get it and be like, hey, 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 we rescued you. We are your saviors. We did it. We're awesome. You long live the pharmacy companies. We've, we, we, we've, we've restored life to, the, to planet Earth. It's a great gig they've got set up. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. The problem is you're just setting up the next thing that comes along. They've got to research it again. The next disease, the next bug, it's going to be happening over and over and over again until people yeah. wake up. Yeah. yeah. Stop trying to play for God. If they just knew that the pharmaceutical company is, is the Antichrist disguised as our savior. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm glad that there's medications. It's just, they're not in the hands of people who want to help people. They're in the pants of people who want to make money. Their goal yep. is to make money. A, a corporation is a, is a money-making machine. It's, that's, that's what they're set up to do, you know? Sad, but true. Mm. So we've reached our time in our call. <laughs> we've went over an hour that went very fast. I think we could discuss this for two, three, four hours. So I think we could just, let's end this as, this is the end of part one with Dr. Benjamin. <laughs> and we pick this up at another time, um, maybe in season two of our podcast. That'd be awesome, man. And really we're going to be trying to expand our panel into maybe a certain specific group uh, uh, group episodes where we kind of get together with a collective of like-minded people to discuss things like this in depth. Kind of now we're doing this to support the ironclad immunity program you have. Awesome. And we got into the a lot of things, which is really I think beneficial for people to hear. So uh, I'm very glad to have you on the show today. I think we really. Uh, I'm really happy with how this went. So thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you guys for your time as well. And for, for the invite. And uh, yeah, I will, uh, it's just, I can give you, how do you want me to shoot you that link for the group? I can do that. Yeah. Just send it to me on, uh, on the WhatsApp or whatever. Okay, cool. And, I'll do that. Uh, I think the easiest thing is just, just have people sign up for the free Facebook group. They can contact me directly on there, uh, you know, with posts or whatever, or, my link to, to if people want to make a call, book a call with me and are curious about learning more, they can do that as well. All that stuff in that group is just an easy place to hop in there and it's free. So cool. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Okay. Th thank cool. you again. I'm going to uh, end the episode and Josh and Adrian, I guess, how do we end every episode? What do we say to the people listening? Stay relaxed. Stay relaxed, everybody. Stay relaxed, yeah. everybody. <laughs>